Hey guys, you're welcome to work back. <laughs> See, I'm very, very excited today because it's my birthday. I'm gonna do what I like. When I, when I, when I, I don't know any wordings, but yeah, it's my birthday. So I'm very happy. I'm grateful to God for life. I'm grateful for everything He has done for me. So yeah, you're welcome to work back. If you're new here, you are very very welcome you're very very much welcome and if you're old thank you for subscribing thank you for rating thank you for listening thank you for playing whatever it is that you do that makes this podcast grow thank you thank you so much okay so i'm excited because today is my birthday and i'm also excited for another reason because for the first time on this podcast we're going to be having a guest <laughs> i'm flipping my hair right now but you guys can't see me so for the first time on this podcast, we're going to be having a guest. And yeah, the guest is someone I hold dear to my heart. The love of my life. <laughs> my best friend from the womb. As a, you don't say maybe the paro. Nobody today we begin paro. Well, today's episode, we have a very important guest, which is my sister. Now, it's not just my sister, my twin sister. So yeah. On this podcast, I'm going to be discussing with Ike Chukun, Angel, Chukwe Luzana, my twin sister. So please, Angel, introduce yourself. Hello, guys. I'm actually so excited in there to see my inspiration while I'm, as she was talking right now, like, you know, trying to feel myself. Sorry, please. You guys might not want to, you will not, you will not know the voice, but any voice that I see that is finer is my voice. Excuse me? That is the What are you voice. trying to say? <laughs> Anyways, guys and guys, what I'm trying to say is... I've been so waiting for this episode and well I was just have to introduce myself so I'll do just that. I'm Ike Chiku Angel Chikulosanam. Her twin sister, nothing more, nothing less. I mean, I'm a student. I mean, what else do you need to know? No, I'm a content creator as well. Yeah, I don't do podcasts and all I I prefer, you know, visuals. So I'm a content creator. That's all there is to know. Okay, so you guys have heard from the queen herself. Ha! Jesus. Anyways, so without much jabu jabu jambalata, <laughs> we're going to be going into the topic for this episode. And um, you know, since it's my birthday, I like to you know find out from my sister how 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 her environment and you know her friends and everything around her affected her life as a Christian. How it has helped her Christian growth, or whether it has helped fallen, you know, just whether she has been able to grow. In her environment or she just backstated or something like that so baby girl the floor is to you okay gen z generate gen z growing up as a christian well right from time my mommy has always always taking us to church but sometimes i feel like it's even people that go to church more that you know go astray more yeah, i feel like where I am today is by God's grace because um, if I be one spoiled for don't spoil since that's just the actual truth. I look at my mom and my dad and sometimes I'm like, you guys just thank God for keeping us where we are today, yeah. honestly. <laughs> because there are a lot of pastors' children. I mean, those guys, their parents took them to from Monday to Saturday when I was going for a birthday party. They were in church, and bro, some of them are astray now. So, a lot, not even so. I won't really say. My environment, have, um, my environment affected my growth as a Christian. And I will say it did at the same time because 
because of what I see, grace differs and all. Growing up, of course, we grew up in Portacourt, always going to church. We are Anglicans then, all the time. Honestly, I didn't really understand so much about this Christianity. It's not who that who they give birth to in church that is a Christian. I mean, <laughs> it's not because father is a pastor that, of course, you automatically become a born again Christian. Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way. So we grew up um, in church. Basically, my mom was in Anglican women. I mean, we just grew up in the church. From there, I mean, we are in prayer Okay, fire, fire, fire. Oh, boy. And honestly, I didn't know what we are firing. I just knew we are going to church. From there, we went to Abba, Abia States. And um, there, I didn't really see us going to church that much. But we went every Sunday. At least, I know we never missed up to then, I still didn't understand what I was doing. I just shined that my mom was always carrying us to church and all. From there, we moved to Abuja. If I thought when I said that, knowing about this God thing, honestly. But then, when we moved and um, we went to Abba for holidays one time, someone was like, he told my mom, I like the way you carry these children to church all the time. That, that you know, it's not going to be difficult for them to, to you know, um, walk in the way of the Lord. And then I was like, okay, cool, great. I, it took me a long time. <laughs> Honestly, I got born again 2014 when I was in school, JSS3. And by the grace of God, thank God, um, my secondary schools were always missionaries because I went to Faith Academy. And then I went to um, you know, an Anglican school thereafter. But then, is he going to missionary school? Because I, I saw people that were, I saw people my age mates and even younger than me that did things that almost, I couldn't have even imagined. But I would say, how did my environment actually affect my destiny? You know, sometimes there are two kinds of people. First kind of people are people who they're in an environment where maybe they're doing all these God things so much and they are motivated to do more. And then there are these kind of people who feel like this God thing is too much and is irritating and also. I feel like I was in the first group of people. I felt like, oh my, these people are knowing God. I mean, I see people coming to talk about the God spoke to them. Yeah. Ah, and I was like, God, is this not the same God? Because I just used to go to God and I'm talking to him like he's just one big man up there. Like, but look at all these people saying, I went to God and God and told me this. To me. Um, bro, what is this? How, how, how does that happen? And then 2020, I started to crave a relationship. That lockdown. It didn't do me good financially, but then I know that what it did to me is it's greater than I, anything. I'm sorry, but I think that lockdown was a really like no. most people. Real, it was a life-changing point. People like people I know, even my friends, they even became better with so their spiritual life during that. Lockdown. That lockdown like, was no it. Ah like, uh-uh. ah. I mean, you, you're not going out. You had the time to spend with God. Yeah. So it was really time for you to like spend time with God, but some people still didn't. Some people just. But well, thank God I was part of people that you know grew and all, yeah, exactly. and you know, and during that lockdown I grew. And I think <laughs> that lockdown period, if I was already in the university, honestly, I wouldn't have grown as much as I did. I'm not saying it's a good thing that I had to write jam three times, not because I failed or anything, but you know, you know, Nigeria now looking for medicine and stuff. I think that was another thing that drew me closer to God. I wrote jam. I saw people who got lower scores than I got getting admission. And my name wasn't even on the admission list. I mean, who does that? Well, this is Nigeria for you. Then I began to see God. I cried. That was when I learned how to talk to God. That was when I learned how to talk to God like he's my friend. I cried. I went to him. I'm like, God, what is this? I began to talk to him. 
that lockdown period then we had a group burning hearts you know everybody used that lockdown period group god bless uncle joshua wherever he is now he graduated he just graduated from covenant university and he said they used to pray for hours i'm like how does somebody come and pray for 18 hours straight they're just there kabashing speaking in terms and uh, honestly like i told you i'm part of the first group of people that all these type of things motivate them it motivated me like mad i'm like what what the hell is this how how is this happening i said no that's speaking I, I was kind of scared. I got the gift of speaking in tongues 2015, but I was scared to kind of speak it out till 2020. Ah, 2020, I saw I saw youths. I saw teenagers. Well, I was a teenager then. I saw teenagers like me, because you know, of course, where I'm living the teenage age today already. I saw teenagers like me speaking in tongues unashamedly. I saw teenagers like me speaking in tongues unashamedly, and I was like, what is this? I I was moved to you know to want to do that thing 2020 and you know we all have that point in our life where we go back yeah i'm sorry sorry for distracting but i've i've heard um I, there was a time i went for a program in school and i heard about this stuff about um you know there is a point in our there are points in our christian life where first of all you give your life and you're so zealous about god and everything and then you begin to like backtrack begin to backslide and then before the fire comes up again like maybe that was what was happening i'm just trying to like say maybe that's what happened to you at that period because of course it's not easy because you're just too new you're just too new 2020 was not actually the point i went back bless god 2020 i moved forward the point i went back funny enough i was in secondary school 2018 i did things i did mad things and then i don't know about people were like people looked i know my teachers admired me and all but towards when i wanted to write my work you know the you know this pressure when you're seeing every single person around you doing this thing and you're like uh uh-uh, what am I why why am I not part of people that are doing this thing? <laughs> I'm not saying having a boyfriend is bad, but I just wasn't ready ready to have a boyfriend at that point. But I saw everybody, I saw my hostel mates. I mean the way sister was not happy. Bro, you won't understand. I'm always being all sweet with this guy, like, huh? The pressure that was when the pressure was getting worse for me. You get it. I'm like, what what is this? I had a boyfriend and um it's I knew that that thing took me far away from God. I didn't need anybody to tell me. I knew. My relationship with God was suffering. That was my point where I backslid. I think in that year, 2018 stroke, 2019, I gave my life to Christ. I rededicated my life to Christ like <laughs> four times because I knew I kept going back and forth with God. I'm like, why I, why am I not in a relationship with God? Let me tell you something. If you think a relationship with a guy is going to distract you, then you're not ready for it. I knew I was not ready for it. How old was I? 15, 16? What was I doing with a boyfriend? I've not even entered school. I mean, I've not even figured out anything about my life and what was I doing with a relationship? I knew and then I broke up a couple of times, broke up and came back, mm-hmm. broke up and came back, bro. You guys, it was war. Honestly, like, oh, it was war, but it was when I finally decided to do this breakup thing, February, I told this guy, Omo, um, I think we just need a break. And he was like, break from what? You know, guys, now of course, he was telling me. Um, why do we need a break and all i'm like i just think we just need to calm down cool down with this thing and then baba was begging i said no ah at that point i knew that i had 
definitely made up my mind i didn't want anything to distract me again because i i knew how long i craved for this relationship with god and then i knew how this thing made me go down so how the hell do you want me to continue he wasn't pulling me any closer to god i mean if i have a guy in my life at this point of my life i have a guy who's not pulling me any closer to god as a matter of fact i want a guy who is going to love god more than he loves me because i'm on if you love god more than you love me i mean that's the it for me so i had to say no bro we need it and he was like okay um, if we take this break, don't worry, we can just be friends, whatever it is, we can talk. I said, no, bro. I told him yes, but I began to think about it. This is what we are doing all the time. Exactly. <laughs> we'll always be friends. You guys come, and you come and after the um, breakup, it's okay, we can be friends. Oh, dear, yeah. The next thing, you know, those feelings are still there. I said, okay, but I went ahead. Thank God he lost his number then. I went ahead and deleted his number by myself. I unfriended him on Facebook. I, I I just wanted to get right back on track with God. I mean, that's my, that's supposed to be my first lover, and I was yeah <laughs> claiming love to the guy. I mean, honestly, it was all claims. I'm sorry to say this. If you're listening to this, it was all claims. I really did not. I didn't know anything about love. So I actually did not love the guy or anything. It took me back. So I think at that point, my environment is kind of affected because I was seeing everybody doing it and all that but glory be to god 2020 i got back on track and you know god kept leading me and then people around me i mean what christians it's not like i don't see people who do things but by the grace of god where i am now some of the things i see no matter what happens i'm like yeah the pressure can you know the pressure can pressure me i just whenever all these things come i i read jeremiah 29 verse 11 because i'm like no matter what i'm going through now there's one thing i know is that god has my life in his hands and he does not plan bad for me i mean what he has for me they say the plans he has for me of a few to give me an expected end that means i mean of course my expect what i expect for myself not a bad thing that means god definitely wants good for me that's the only thing i tell myself when i see all these things because normally as christians you see some things i'm like is god not here when all these unbelievers are enjoying and all that thought comes. It comes because you're looking at unbelievers. Enjoying getting the iPhones, getting girl. the cars, getting your business deals, getting the business contracts you want to get. Yeah. And you're like, I think I should just join them. Yes. It's the grace because the way this world is this gen Z generation, almost if you're a Christian in this generation, a true Christian, you have a personal relationship with God, I do ballet for you. Because it's really not easy. You see, on the left, on the right, and then out of, oh, thank God we are coming up now, in 10 teenagers or youths that are here, you could see, like, five people who are in the world, you will see, like, two who are still struggling. Exactly. And then the exactly. remaining are Christians who really have a personal relationship with like, God. Is it five people in the world? Then you see like two people who are serious children. Then you see another two that are Christians that are claiming to be Christians. You get the point. So Christians. I mean the pressure. But the truth is, um, thank God for where we are. That is why we Christians, we have a very we Christian teenagers because it's now that we have the energy, the vigor and everything. Yes, yes, use your youth. It's now that uh, we we need more world though. We need as in we need more fire more everything because the devil is fighting hard because he's seeing that more christians are more christian youths are you know getting more on fire for god and he's like no this has to stop that is why sorry so you see yahoo boys everywhere you see girls having sex and they make it look like you that's a virgin you're not even normal and you're like uh-uh 
how is the abnormal now becoming the normal people look at you as a virgin and they're like are you sure this one are you see okay at all i'm like abi bro honestly those things no longer get to me but thank god for where i am today those things no longer get to me i'm sorry so i would like to ask you a question so um so you mean that okay like you said your environment did not affect you and it affected you so just like you said so um are there specific people in your life that also helps you to grow as a christian and again um okay no just answer this question are there specific people in your life that really helps your christian life because i mean we don't grow alone, alone right I give it up for God, um, for my mother first of all, of course for God too. For well, His grace carried me all through. I mean, if God wasn't there for me, I don't know where I would be now. My mother tried. I mean, that woman. <laughs> when you wake up in the night, when ah, most of the sometimes she wakes us up to pray. <laughs> I mean, you some you know when there's this habits forms. So when she keeps waking us waking us up all the time, you get you sweet. And sometimes when I just get up in night, but you know you're like, okay, this is the time mommy usually wakes us up to pray. So I first of all I give it up for my mom. Secondly, I give it up for Mr. Tosin Noiki. Pastor Tosin now. That man, ah that man is well, I don't know. I, I'm actually looking for the He's right for Yes, me. I'm looking for the right adjective to describe that man. Right from GSS2 when I was in Fifth Academy, I'm like, this man, yeah, he yeah. made you want to love God the more. Yeah. You know, you see some Christians and then you fall in love with God just by looking at their life. That was yeah, Pastor Tosin for you. That is how our lives should be. That was Pastor Tosin for you. Look at Pastor Tosin and you're like, I want to I be want a to Christian. Be like Christian. Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastor Tosin was on fire for God. It was what? And you, you could see that he was not just faking he wasn't faking it yes he wasn't faking because exactly because of the position or anything no i uh, i give it up for that man and then i also give it up for brother joshua um from when i in teenagers church um lfc um, living faith church ibuzo asaba he 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 tried he gave us I mean, that was when I started knowing that I'm all, there's something in this book. Right now, I, I, I so love the book of Romans. He told, he will tell you, look into this verse. Don't just read it like a storybook. No. Re- I mean, read it with understanding. Know who Paul was talking to. And then, do it like, I mean, read it like Paul was actually referring to you. He explained, I'm like, okay. I, I learned about types and shadows from him. I'm like, okay. Wow, wow, wow. And then... Also, give it up for Dikin Kalusi of Living Faith Church. Um, Ibu's or Teen Church, of course. Ah, Dikin Kalusi is another person that you look at his life. When this guy is preaching, I don't just down a single thing, yeah. but I go home with a lot of things. I feel like sometimes I just ask myself, did he even go through a way through? Ah! Bro, but then he's still, he, the, the guy is so real. He will yeah. tell you, I mean, I like the girl, a girl. He's telling you, but he's telling you. I was at 16 years. This guy, what at 16 years? God forgive me. I was busy having a boyfriend. Yes, so having boyfriend. Ah <laughs> uh, ah. Uh, at 16 years, this guy was already praying for his future because of the King Galusi. Ah uh, 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 I've already started preparing for my marriage life. I've already started preparing for my future. I mean, he he uh, full of fire for God. You know when people are not pretending to these things, you yeah. know because the result is there. It's evident, so you see it. And then also. I also give it up for Pastor Peter Obichukun. I met this guy, just me, this man. I met this man when I came to Ideal. Okay, I, well, let me say I met him before I came to Ideal Life. Well, because my sister. No, 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 bro. 
she didn't want me to hear word for pastor peter Obichuku. bless you sir this girl is always talking about it. i'm like okay what is there about this man i went to the okay, church I the first day i wasn't moved by anything what are these guys doing i saw people crying yeah, you guys i was very disappointed because ah. you know, i've already hyped this church like if you come to this church you will dance after dancing when the world comes you know you will be feeling it and then pastor peter now came we are praying you know like compassion and praying and everything honestly i didn't feel anything okay. i just stood looking after the service i asked my sister like how was everything the person said oh you know I when I was how asked can? amongst the first time I didn't enjoy the service, I, I said the whole truth. I told Pastor Duchin, no, I didn't. Because I mean I didn't feel anything. But then when I came to when I finally got admission, ah, I noticed that this was I I, I liked where God led me to. I knew that God led me to this place. And also I give it up for pastor pandora she's and both of us are not very close but she came to preach to me the first day i entered university and then something she said she's not this type of people that will force you to come to her church she will invite you to her church but she's not telling you once you tell her you have a church like okay cool as long as it's a bible believing church that is all and she ah when she preached to me when i first came to school when she finished i was like ma can you be coming every day let's just be discussing the word like she's not saying ah, you're saying this because she just resumed you won't really have time and I mean, she's like come every thursday let's go for evangelism i mean let's be doing the lord's work this woman i mean she did a lot of yeah without it, you don't have to be in their church for you to grow that is that's one thing we christians are getting wrong nowadays it's it's not about church it's not it is come to jesus because so we are preaching jesus that is exactly what pastor pandora did she wasn't preaching her church i mean fine and good i won't say she never invited me to her church she did but i told her okay i have a church and i said we should i told her i do life and i said okay pastor peter i'll say cool if the bible believes in church i don't have a problem with it she kept on coming preaching god's word to me and i, I mean that thing warmed my heart i mean that was nice and then also give it up to my sister i mean why not i mean there are things she doesn't then it push me I'm like okay it'd be like say this god thing goes sweet oh make i try uh. yeah i mean these are people in my life that honestly my spiritual growth i can't for anything trade their love trade you know the imputes i mean everything yeah. they've put in because sometimes they are uh-uh, i legit tell my mom to wake me up to pray and she wakes me up the first time and goes to the toilet she comes back again to make sure that i'm seated ah when i still see my sister speaking in tongues 2020 like out loud like i be you know go start this thing i started to read the word i started to speak in, i mean every single person i've mentioned here they, they yeah. by the grace of god helped me in my spiritual life um thank you so much for sharing your experience with us angel so one last question before we wrap up on this episode is there anything you've learned in this your journey i know the journey is i mean it's not over it's yet to finish because you're still you still have a long way to go right so like is there any like are there specific things you've learned this your journey of working with god and you know growing as a as a gen z christian because i mean it's not easy in this our uh, generation is there anything are there specific things you've learned that you want other people to know first of all the devil is real the devil will not come to you with two horns he will not come to you with tail as they portrayed him in the television i'm sorry to say but the devil can be your phone 
Exactly, yes. <laughs> when I realized that at a point my devil was my phone making me not to pray every night at the time I was supposed to, I didn't need anybody to tell me that cut it off. The way I cut off that my boyfriend, my so-called boyfriend then cut it off. I had to start limiting my time. The devil is real. The devil can be your hair. Anything can be the devil. Yeah, as long as it's distracting you from God. So I feel like when we have those our down times, look around you. Like when those times when you fall back after giving your life to Christ, look around you. What is really taking me for? I thank God I was able to find out that it was that boyfriend, whatever. It can be your friend, that your friend you you feel that loves you and that you love her or you love him. Check it. Something is taking your time. And whatever is eating your time is an idol. And um secondly, um I think the basis of Christianity is love. As a youth, genuine love. As a youth, whatever. As a Gen Z, whatever generation you're in, a millennial, whatever it is, the basis of it is genuine love, showing love to people. And we should also, the Bible says, don't be unequally yoked with believers. But at the same time, don't be unequally sorry, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. But at the same time, show them love. Let them let them look and at you. The yeah. Let them look at you and say. Because of this thing this person is doing, I want to be a Christian. It's it's very possible to be a Christian despite all that is happening. Yeah. Surround yourself with Christian friends. I mean, look around. I have a lot of Christian friends. I'm proud to call my friends. I have Diva Blessing. It's how she always comes up for me. And then she pray. Ah, I have my roommates, Precious. I mean, I can't talk about that night. Time not permits me. There are people who you... you just surround yourself with Christian friends. It's very, you think it's not possible until you start to do it. Until you take that first step and do it. It's very possible to have one. And then if you have a personal relationship with God. And lastly, have that thirst for God. Mm, yeah. Crave it. God is not you going to... Ah, you don't want to... Yeah. Desire. You know, one thing, one thing I like about the Holy Spirit, one thing I like about God is He never forces Himself. He's just there waiting Amazing. for you. You never uh, uh, very gentleman, not like the devil is coming with force. If you don't do this, uh, uh, uh. the Holy Spirit is so gentle. So that's the thing about I mean that's basically what I've learned. I'm still growing, no oh, more. Not be say I'll be pastor wife, I'll be pastor or anything. I'm still growing by the grace of God. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Guys, I mean, even me as a sister, I've learned a lot and I feel like I'm just okay, is this my sister? I'm so proud of her, man. <laughs> But I, I really do. I, I learned a lot from this episode. I mean, so many things to know about growing up as a Gen Z Christian, living in this world as a Gen Z Christian is not easy. But like she said, surround yourself. You will think that it's hard, but when you surround yourself with people of like mind, people that are like you, it's not going to be hard again. I mean, you get to know that okay, these people are like me, so there is no issue with it. So, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you, Angel, for agreeing to come on this episode. It was amazing to have you here. And please don't forget that God loves you so much that He's He's waiting for you whenever you feel like you're backslidden and you don't want to go back. He's always waiting for you. Okay, and guys, please don't forget to rate this podcast. Yeah, oh, we just happy birthday. And you can always send your messages to me on Walkback Pod. Wherever it is, I'm always ready to answer you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Rate, review, whatever it is that will make this podcast known to people. Keep on doing it. And okay, don't forget to stay jiggy. Don't forget to stay jiggy, bro. Okay, guys, thank you. Love you.